Hello and welcome to episode number 86. I think it's 86, might be 85. Um, so I'm going to call this 85.5 just in case the cover on the back of the podcast. Right, first things first, who's this podcast for today? Um, well, one thing I want to do is before any show is just to specify who this is aimed for so you know whether it's going to be practical for you to listen to. Um, and this is going to be very much aimed at general population people who just want an idea of ways they can get through this Christmas period and not put a ton of weight on. So if you're a personal trainer who wants some absolute knowledge bombs through specialists in the areas, uh, this one's not for you. I have loads of those coming up with some absolutely awesome guests in the next few weeks, but this one is going to be a practical guide to surviving Christmas without putting on you know, five, six, seven kilos, which is what I've seen in some clients over the years. I'm going to be going through six, maybe seven practical tips, which I've now written down um, for you, which I will put up into a PDF, which you can download from directly from my website, which I'll put in the link to wherever I post this. Um, and it's just basically a step-by-step guide that you can do um, during the Christmas period to ensure that you don't just put a ton of weight on and then come January, you feel like you've, um, you know, just put on a load of weight, you feel sluggish, you feel rubbish. Because when I used to work in a commercial gym, the amount of people in January that used to say to me, just let me um, lose a bit of weight first and let me get a little bit fitter and then and then I'll come and see you. You just need to, just need to uh, lose a bit first and improve my fitness. And um, it, is, it is a really tough time because January is generally the tightest month for money. You know, we get the January blues because we've spent all our money at Christmas. So you don't want to go into a period which is uh, generally followed a load of festivities where you're going to be the happiest and most relaxed of the year in a situation where you feel like you've got no money, you've got no motivation, you've got low self-esteem and you put on more weight and you're the heaviest you've ever been. So this podcast is for people who don't want to feel like that. And it's not going to be overly scientific. It's not going to be going through trying to the, um, re- rewrite the laws of physiology. It's very basic, very straightforward tips, which if you do follow you know, very diligently, I'm sure you will see an improvement and at least damage reduction or damage limitation, whichever one it is. Okay, so without any further ado, let's get started. Um, so one thing that I realized, and I, I, get, I don't want to get on my high horse about things and start proclaiming that like this and this and this is bad for you, because, you know, in the fitness industry, you've got to have realism. Is I could sit here and recite a load of studies that saying that how bad sugar is, for the brain, how bad it is for the gut, how bad gluten is for the gut, how bad you know alcohol is for our, our hormonal system. Yes, we know that, but come on now, you know who doesn't enjoy um, you know uh, glue vine, you know a bit of red wine, um, mulled wine. Who doesn't lo- enjoy pulled pork sandwich from the markets? You know this is the time of the year that we want to spend time with friends and family. We don't usually get to um, you know uh, throughout the year when we're really really busy. It's a it's about time for enjoyment. But giving that enjoyment doesn't give you the right to abuse your body. So we've got to find that happy medium. Let's be practical here and just use common sense. If you're the type of person who approaches this season and saying, I am just going to let myself go and then worry about it in January. Yes, that might be fun, but it's not great from a load of different aspects. It's not great for your digestion. It's not great for your hormones. It's not great for your brain. I'm not going to spend too much time dwelling that or going into the science behind it. Just trust me, it's just not. So we need to find a middle ground where we get to enjoy these periods of time. We get to the most out of them. 
but we don't do it to a debt so it has detrimental effects on our body or we get to a certain stage where we, we get this learned helplessness stage where we think we've done so much damage might as well continue doing the damage which is what people definitely definitely do around christmas you know i've eaten all this crap food i've eaten all the i've eaten the whole box of uh, celebrations in quality street you know sack it i'm just going to eat like this until the rest until the end of the year and um really it's funny because i saw a meme which uh, i can't remember which picture it was but it's very very true is that literally there's two weeks between now and you know the middle of december those two weeks have nothing different than than the two weeks in between or the week in between christmas and new year and that's something i'm going to be speaking about is that that no man's land where time stops and everything stops and you don't know what day it is and it you know monday tuesday wednesday go out the window and even time comes to a standstill uh, that very confusing time which i love because it's so chaotic but it's like what the fuck is going on we're going to talk about that time period and what to do during it so i've called it um uh, plan of actions for no man's land so right so let's get to, let's cut to the chase first thing on the list this podcast goes out uh, the weekend where we have four working weeks left until the 21st of December. Uh, 21st December is when I guess most people will be finishing if you're a shift worker or something like that. I apologize, but for the most people who work in offices, you're going to be finishing on Friday the 21st of December. What I would recommend is going on a four-week mini diet. And please don't take this out of context. Listen what I'm about to say. When I say diet, I do not mean calorie restriction. I do not mean paleo, keto, um, you know, intermittent fasting. I don't mean anything like that. I mean, get responsive, get some um, responsibility, take control of your food. When I say diet, I just mean plan your meals. It doesn't have to be a deficit. It just has to be maintenance or at least knowing what you're eating. The most powerful thing you can do to get control of your diet, regardless what your goal is, is to track and plan. Know how many calories you're eating and plan ahead. If you do that, it doesn't really matter what you're eating. You know, I would go as far as saying if you're consistent, have a decent amount of veg in your diet, and every day you go in and get in, um, you know, a wrap from Subway or sorry, a sandwich from Subway or even a cheeseburger from McDonald's. If calories are consistent and you have enough protein and fiber and water in your diet and you rest and get decent sleep, it doesn't matter. Now, I know that's a pretty bold statement. I could get my ass handed to me by functional medicine doctors, but listen to me. There's nothing more powerful than consistency and getting a decent amount of calories in which it within a decent amount on a regular basis that's what the body craves is just homeostasis which is just consistency so you've got four weeks and let's typically say that you eat three times a day 21 meals a week you might have a couple of free meals which is sunday and saturday afternoon which means you've got 19 meals which you have control over there's at least there's going to be at least 10 to 12 to maybe 13 possibly even 15 meals per week which just have to be functional it's fuel it's fuel for fuel's sake if you don't already in these next four weeks make those meals your bitch know exactly what you're eating plan ahead it just has to tick very simple boxes which i covered in my functional meals podcast which is you know how many calories it's got it doesn't give you any form of digestive repercussion so you don't get gas you don't get bloating you don't get like it doesn't repeat on you uh, and it's convenient as long as it ticks those boxes in terms of you know the nutrients that are in it has a decent amount of protein you know the calories by default it's convenient so it doesn't take you an hour to prepare in the morning and it's something that you like it tastes good and you can just stand it very much saying if you do those things and you do that for you know 75 percent of the meals during the week 
that is such a powerful tool because you'll go into this uh, period of time having control and knowing where your baseline calories are and that is such a powerful tool when i say it's a mini diet it's not so you lose weight it's just so you have control and know where you stand and it's also going to give you from a psychological aspect a little bit more of that just little bump of discipline that just little push that you need to think i'm not going to go too crazy this year you know because even though the christmas should be 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 about relaxation ultimately it's about spending time with loved ones and festivities and we don't need to become martyrs where we go right now we're going to abuse our bodies with as much chocolate much alcohol as we possibly can because it does it ultimately does make you feel like shit so number one plan out your meals and go on a four-week diet not calorie restriction you can calorie restrict if you want you can even go into a surplus but just know how much you're going to be eating so plan your meals for the week on the sunday i'm going to be eating here here and here i'm going to plan my breakfast for the next four weeks this is what i'm having i'm going to eat here for lunch and i'm going to have this in for tea and that's just we stick to that's going to go that's going to go so far in these next four weeks to maximize it especially around the times when the christmas parties are coming in which takes me on to point number two christmas party contingency plans if you know you're going to be going out for a meal and you look at the menu and it's very very decadent so you know no matter what you do it's going to be a full christmas dinner then it's going to be christmas pudding then it's going to be followed by alcohol safe to say that's going to push thousand calories 1500 2000 you know whatever it is it makes perfect sense to do something um to just basically balance out that seesaw and just approach it like a seesaw if you're inevitably going to eat more than you uh, than your calories allow you to then just restrict your calories during the day it doesn't have to be anything more um advanced than that if you usually know that by lunchtime you've had a thousand calories just go for a higher protein option and maybe reduce it by you know 250 to 500 calories and the ways of balancing the seesaw is you can do it from a nutritional point of view or you can do it from an energy point of view for expenditure so you could either go to the gym go for a walk or at lunch you know you can just do any type of thing which is going to just increase your expenditure more than it usually would when i say contingency plans as well you've got to look at it from both parts so not from just an energy point of view but from an alcoholic point of view so if you're going to be drinking more than you usually would as well do very very simple things that go a long way such as staying really hydrated drinking water even when you're a night out and one of the most powerful things which i'm sure a lot of you do anyway is if you're going to go out you know you're going to be drinking a lot a bottle of water or at least a pint of water by your bedside so when you wake up the next day with a mouth like gandhi's flip-flop you can just grab the water and then go back to sleep um also as well things that these little bonus points so these little bonus tips is if you're a member of a commercial gym again a sauna you know saunas are very very good i'm not going to start talking about detoxification because that's just way 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 more advanced than i need to be but it did just help sweating it out rehydrating getting some salts in so just getting some um electrolytes back on board and you will improve things so you know if you do go on a night out and it's it's been really really heavy you want to feel better probably not the best to go and smash a load of weights if you've really drank heavily unless you're a very well-trained individual just go and do some um cardio get in a sauna and if people are wondering why um you know there's a smell of vodka and it's you just deal with it um sweat it out rehydrate bang number three write down daily goals um there's a really great talk on youtube and i really recommend the guy i've probably spoken about in podcasts before a guy called simon sinek and he's you know he's a consultant he's a very very clever man very very um 
successful man and he talks about how the brain uh, brain rewards in regards to making lists and crossing them out and i totally agree with this i'd love actually to go out and learn a bit more about neuroscience and how um, how we respond to certain behaviors but he was saying that we get a reward response just like we get a reward response from getting likes and comments on our social media feeds when we do something accomplish accomplish something and we can cross something off the list we get a, uh, we get a hit equal to that but the best thing about this is we're doing something productive you know putting a picture of yourself with great lighting uh, selfie in front of a mirror yeah that's great if you get 100 likes on instagram but it's not really that productive having a list of things you need to do that day which is going to contribute to both your physical wellness and your business and going through that list and crossing it off that's pretty smart that's a pretty smart thing to do because you're winning in terms of a brain rewards point of view but you're winning as well in terms of self-development so every single day if you start during this christmas period maybe start with a calendar so you think right i've got um, 28 days between now until I finish work on those 28 days I need to do 10,000 steps I need to drink two liters of water I need to train three times a week I need to eat 150 grams of protein I need to do just th simple things and just approach it from a daily basis so this will go down uh, through the four-week diet thing it goes great in tandem with it so just every single day what do i need to do today at the end of the day have i done it cross it off the list and if you cross all the things on your list if it's three or five things just taking one day as it comes the accumulation is that overall over a period of time your health will change and as well as that you'll build productivity you'll build momentum which is the most important thing but also then you've built a skill and a habit which you can carry over and take with you into the christmas period and when you get into no man's land where time just stops and nobody knows what the fuck is going on just get back onto what you were doing right you know uh the monster box at uh, quality street last night i stayed up late watching all three home alones back to back um, what can I do today? Well, I'll just try and go for a walk, get my steps in. I'll drink some more water. I'll try and increase my protein. Um, you know, if my calories are up, they're up. I enjoyed that meal last night, whatever. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. It's just a bit of fun, but I can go back to the default things on the list, which I know contribute. Okay. Which takes me even better into point number four, plan active events, join no man's land. So no Man's Land is basically the 27th to the 30th or basically Boxing Day till New Year where just everything stops and you just have no idea what's going on. Um, and it's a great time of year because it's just it's the total time where you're probably going to feel relaxed. But if you want to just keep a decent level of body composition or decent level of fitness, plan to do stuff, even if it's just going to the gym. Even if it's um, even if it's just going for a walk, even if it's just going like you know shopping, maybe not going the sales, but just plan events in that day. Have stuff in the calendar pre pre organized, which you can do, which is just going to get you out of the house. Because the danger that you fall into is you have all these pajama days, which are amazing, but if you have too many of those, you're going to get that sluggish feeling. And I think personally, we build on what we do on a regular basis. Rest is amazing. Rest is brilliant. But if you rest too much and spend too many pajama days, you get lazy. I find that myself. If I if I just laze around the house all day by the you know mid afternoon, I'm falling asleep just because I'm tired. If I get up at five o'clock, have a coffee, do something, go out for a walk, I find that I'm energized all day. So even though we want to go through this relaxation period because we've earned it and we've had a really really tough year working don't go too far into it to the point where all you feel like doing is lazing around because ultimately that's not really that great for you you know get out do something stay active because you'll take that into the new year with you which is very very important which takes me brilliantly into number five wow i've really planned this really really well 
plan for two na 2019 beforehand. So rather than getting to the beginning of the year, so 1st of January, do your New Year's resolutions, maybe start to do it during the Christmas period, even start to do it now and start to plan what you want 2019 to look like. Because like I mentioned earlier in the podcast is that the beginning of the year, we've had the biggest festival of the entire year. Uh, we've we've probably overindulged more than anything. We've probably lost our fitness, lost our, we get up and go, our body clock's up the wall and we probably don't have as much money as we'd like. And then if you put this into, well, I'm going to go scientific terms. If you go into this with like digestive uh, disruption, so your digestion's a bit off, you've gained a little bit of weight, your cardiovascular fitness has suffered, you've not been to the gym as much, your mo motivation's low. That's why people get the January blues because accumulation of all these things. Whereas if you plan for what you want January to look like now, what 2019 looks like, which you're really excited about, it's going to give you that little kick up the ass, that little bit of motivation says, no, I'm going to keep my shit together a little bit more than use the wood around this period of time because I want to go into next year and really fucking go for it. So plan for 2019 ahead as a way as keeping yourself on track during this Christmas period. So just think, you know, if whether it's business, whether it's personal development, whether it's physique based, whether, you know, you want to get to a certain body weight and you've been doing really, really well, but you're nervous about the Christmas period because you're worried that you're going to undo all the work you've worked really, really hard for during the year is think, right, I've lost 10 kilos this year. My goal next year is to lose another 10. It's going to be harder because it's getting harder the more weight I've lost. I don't want to uh, have to lose 15 kilos this year because I've put five on over the Christmas period. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just have a little bit of discipline because in 2019, I really want to get to this goal. So plan for 2019 beforehand and don't just get there and think right now, what do I do? On to point number six, focus on times with love, loved ones and relaxation not just consumption for the sake of it. And what I mean by this one is just always have that thing in your head which says, you know, am I eating this for enjoyment or am I just eating it for the sake of it? And on Christmas Day, this is where we're so, so guilty of it. You know, where you get to that point where like it hurts, I've eaten so much, I'm going to pop. Is it, yes, it's fun. Yes, you know, is it enjoyment, relaxation? But just have that over and over again. What is the point here? The point here is that you're spending time with your loved ones. You know, the people that you don't see, your grandparents, your uncles, your aunties, your cousins, whatever. You know, these are the people you, you get to see more of, even your friends. And it's good quality time with your friends. This is what the festive period is about. It's not wishing everybody in cyberspace on your Instagram or Facebook account or Merry Christmas or anything like that. Stay off your fucking phone and spend time with your family. And, but ask yourself the question, Am I eating or drinking for enjoyment because I want to enjoy this time or am I just doing for the sake of it? As soon as you have that split second where you're like, I'm just doing this for the sake of it, stop, stop, you know, because what are you gaining from that? Ultimately, what are you gaining from that? So ask yourself that question. So that takes me through all the points. Um, what I will do is get these typed up into a PDF format, which you can download from a website. Again, this is based for general population, people who want to get through the Christmas period. If you've listened to this and you thought it's useful, please uh, share it with any friends or family who you think would be useful for again. Um, and the main point is, is to take control of this period. You control it. Don't let it control you. Plan ahead. Have some goals. Have some contingency plans. Make sure you have fun. Relax and just enjoy things. You know, If you're going to have a mince pie, enjoy the mince pie. Enjoy the foods. Don't beat yourself up about it, but a way of controlling it is to plan balance. 
So if you're going to have meals or really like high sugary desserts or something, enjoy it, but just plan proper meals the next day. Can I have like eggs, you know, an omelette the next morning and have it go for a walk and have some water? Yeah, I've balanced it rather than waking up and having another box of Quality Street. It's things like that. What you usually do, if you if you know if you want to get different results, do different things. Some sort of Einstein quote. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, there is more episodes coming up very very soon where I'll be interviewing an array of doctors, which I'm really really excited about. Um, apart from that, have a fantastic week, and thank you very much for listening.